Hi, this is Dr. Bill Renner. I myself am board certified in internal medicine and radiology. I'm honored to moderate a series of podcasts focused on evidence-based medicine with Dr. Alan Safdie. Dr. Safdie has lectured around the world and was the principal investigator in about 300 clinical research studies. Um, Alan, I know you've done a lot of work on nutrition, and I want to focus the next uh, series of podcasts on nutrition. I want to talk about uh, blueberries, nuts, plant-based, omega-3 foods, anti-inflammatory foods, foods that's good for brains. But today, let's talk about cinnamon, because I know you eat cinnamon every day. Can you tell us about cinnamon? Yeah, Bill, cinnamon is really one of the things that we overlook. I mean, I started eating cinnamon probably 30 years, maybe even longer. Let's see, yeah, 35 years ago. I love it, first of all. Um, but every year that goes by, we have more research into the health-based benefits of cinnamon. And remember, anytime you're adding anything to your medical regimen, including herbs or spices or other things, Discuss that with your doctors, but this is cinnamon is thought to have many medicinal and soothing properties. Um, it's you know as I've traveled the world, it's one of the things that's used frequently in Chinese herbal medicines, and it it's fascinating because it it's a lot of herbs and spices, and this have more polyphenol antioxidants uh, per milligram then do things we think of that have a lot of antioxidants, such as blueberries, strawberries, things like that. And these antioxidants can help protect the body from diseases. We find them in fruits, we find them in vegetables, we find them in herbs, but the herbs are very, very dense in this. So although it's, you know, delicious, it's been used for thousands of years. Um, And just recently, we finally started, you know, modern medicine has caught up and confirm what people have known for those thousands of years, that there's a lot of health benefits to these things. Um, The true cinnamon, uh, you know, there's two main types of uh, cinnamon, cassia cinnamon, which is a more common variety today. And uh, a lot of people refer to that as cinnamon. We uh, have Ceylon cinnamon, um, which is the true cinnamon. Um, The cassia is more the more common cinnamon. Saigon cinnamon, because of the benzodialdehyde in it, has it's more of the spicy type cinnamon. So cinnamon is made by cutting the stems of cinnamon trees, and you get the inner bark and then extracted, and then the woody parts removed. When it dries, you kind of form these strips and curls into rolls called cinnamon sticks. Um, the cinnamon powder can be made from this also, but this compound has a lot of medicinal properties, uh, including properties for metabolism. So we talked about antioxidants, but cinnamon also has an anti-inflammatory effect, um, which is significant. It's the same thing, the same sort of anti-inflammatory effect that some of these other agents have. You know, there's other studies. Does it cut the risk of heart disease? A lot of these are preliminary Um, that's the world's number one cause of premature deaths. Um, maybe it cuts it because in people with type two diabetes, small amounts of cinnamon per day had been shown to have beneficial effects on blood markers in controlling the blood sugar. Again, we need more and more studies. You know, does it help in regards to LDL cholesterol and triglycerides? The L, if you can't remember what LDL stands for, it's lousy or you want that low, um, 
the H, the good cholesterol, you want that high. So if you can't remember what HDL and LDL are, the H we want higher, the L we want lower. Um, yeah, that's a good way to remember it. Now, how do you take your cinnamon? I mean, I eat it with foods. I mean, a lot of people take it, um, you know, like I say, like, so you toast, put it on toast and no, butter and add no. cinnamon or? No, 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 no. You, you know me better than I'm not going to usually be putting butter on my toast, but I do put olive oil on it. But no, I have every single morning, um, I have on process steel cut oats and I put a significant amount of cinnamon in that along with my berries and my chia seeds and my flaxseed. Uh, so it is part of my daily regimen and my fruit in the evening, because I have fruit for dessert every evening, I put cinnamon on that. Uh, and you don't have to take tremendous amount of quantities. Remember, these are very dense in antioxidants. So we don't need a lot and too much may be dangerous as you could kill yourself with too much water, too much salt, too much anything. So don't overdo it. Uh, one of the other fascinating. So how much are you talking about? Is just sprinkling a little bit on or a quarter of a teaspoon? Yeah, you, you don't want to go over about a half a teaspoon of cinnamon per day. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, that amount's been shown to improve the blood markers, like with type two diabetes. Um, so, you know, we talked about cholesterol, we talked about triglycerides and blood pressure and regards to gut health. Um, some spices have prebiotic properties that promote the growth of beneficial bacteria. When we get down to a lot of diseases, it's going to be good bacteria in your GI tract can promote good health. Um, and some of these will suppress the growth of pathogenic bacteria, the bacteria that are very bad, um, in your diet. So it may be helpful in that, you know, other things for heart health, you know, high blood pressure is epidemic in the United States. And there's some evidence, um, the consumption of cinnamon is at least associated with short-term reduction. It's not going to be a permanent reduction, nor is blood pressure medicines. Um, it's hopeful. You know, I'm not sure we're going to be able to prove that, um, but it's going to take some more studies. So we don't want to overdo, you know, the cinnamon, but, you know, cinnamon may even help improve sensitivity to insulin hormone. One of the things that really fascinates me, and this is something I talked about a couple of years ago, um, and this was published in 2016. And it was, you know, the fragrant smell of cinnamon. I mean, when you, when you get it, that sodium benzoate um, appears to be, it's a chemical produced as cinnamon's broken down in the body. And cinnamon acts as a slow-release form of sodium benzoate. And cinnamaldehyde, uh, which gives the spice its distinctive flavor and aroma, are metabolized into sodium benzoate. And so things that have a lot of cinnamaldehyde, uh, like Saigon cinnamon, because it has that more fragrant, distinctive flavor and aroma. So you might have a little bit more, but that, that type of cinnamon also can be dangerous if you take too much in. But this sodium benzoate becomes an active compound which readily enters the brain. And it stimulates the hippocampus. The hippocampus is the area where we remember things. It's our brain's memory center. And in that hippocampus, it increases plasticity of the hippocampus, meaning these cells can communicate better with each other, um, which if true, this is fascinating because this is one of the biggest fears in life is losing that capability of your memory centers. People get older, they forget where their keys are. They forget lots of little things. They can't remember names. And cinnamon appears to be the, the way that cinnamon helps that 
is that sodium benzoate gets in there uh, and exerts their beneficial properties in the hippocampus. Um, so it, it may improve the structural integrity of the cells, uh, namely those dendrites, those little tree-like extensions of neurons that enable them to communicate with other brain cells. Um, so we're waiting for other clinical trials in this. This was published you know, almost five years ago right now, but it was very promising. Uh, so it is something that I think people um, should consider uh, you know, incorporating cinnamon, small amounts, but always talk to your physicians. If somebody's on warfarin or certain blood thinners, you know, it can be um, somewhat dangerous if one takes in too much in that regard. So, you know, it is something that I think I will continue to incorporate into my diet on a regular basis. So, I yeah, I think it too. kind of follows your rules. It's just moderation. You know, use use some, but uh, not a huge amount, and you'll get the maximum uh, amount of benefits uh, from it without taking uh, any risks from the uh, from the drugs. Yeah, I, I, think, I think a lot of people, Bill, in regards to cinnamon, you're absolutely right. I mean, people go out and buy supplements, huge pills of things. When you use it as a food, um, you know, the cinnamon supplements appear to be safe when consumed in amounts commonly used in foods as a spice or flavoring agents, but overdoing it is dangerous because um, you may get too much coumarin. Uh, cassia cinnamon contains a chemical called coumarin. It could be harmful to the liver if you take in too much. Um, so, although I have not seen that, uh, you know, and if you're pregnant, um, one should always talk to their obstetrician and pregnancy if one is using cinnamon, uh, even breastfeeding, although little is known about whether it's safe to use Ceylon cinnamon during breastfeeding in amounts greater than commonly used in foods. So if you're using more co than commonly used in foods, always talk to your physicians. But uh, it is something as we get more and more information, we'll discuss this again, but I think it is something incorporating into the diet is tremendously beneficial in my belief. Alan, uh, again, this has been a, another great talk. I'm looking forward to hearing your other talks about blueberries and nuts and uh, omega-3s and anti-inflammatory drugs and uh, foods for brains. So uh, if you like our podcast, uh, please tell your friends about it and subscribe to our channel. Uh, thank you, Alan. Did you want to add anything else? No, Bill, I appreciate it. And everybody stay safe. And any recommendations we give always have to be discussed with your primary care providers uh, prior to incorporating them into your regimens. All right. Uh, stay tuned for more evidence-based uh, medicine and discussions, uh, upcoming discussions on nutrition. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Bill.